0: How do you mean that? Well, I mean that there are the colors and the beauties, the designs, the beautiful way things
1: appear. People themselves, the dull people that I thought of, appear fascinating, interesting, mysterious, wonderful. But that's only the beginning. Welcome to Strange People, Weird Worlds. Let's get this show started. I think I smoke too much now because it's just too easy to access. it's super
0: legal and...
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking if I have to go back to illegal buying of weed and probably a little bit of a price hike, I imagine.
0: It'll scale back down a little bit.
1: Yeah, I might scale back down a little bit. I think think it might be a good thing.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where, like, I had that realization when I was out in California and Florida. Every time I visit, like, a non... I mean, California is legal, but... Just not being in Colorado, I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess people aren't high 24-7.
1: I mean, I always have been, whether I lived here or not, but I just spaced it out more, I think. Like, now I, I just...
0: Always just token.
1: Just token. Like, I go up and just, you know, take a quick bull snap or, like, whatever. Like a snap or crapper. Always. Like, I remember, like... When I was living in Florida before here, like having mm-hmm. to portion out, like <laughs> alright, I can smoke a little bit of this bowl right now. Gotta you know, save
0: this side for Yeah, tonight. Like you gotta make
1: I'm smoking like an eighth a day right now. Used to buy like an eighth and, you know, it might have been a week's worth. That mm-hmm. might have you know, who knows? Like
0: No, it's eighth a day.
1: Eighth a day. Solid.
0: Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely got up to I was at eight today when I first got my medical card when I was eighteen. And then it scaled down to like five bowls a day and now it's down to like an eighth can last me a week two weeks i'm
1: down from a quarter a day
0: there we go the
1: problem is when i was legitimate entrepreneur of selling drugs you know selling drugs when i sold drugs i was trying to think of a classy way to say it i don't know when i was a distributor of
0: of selling drugs selling
1: drugs (laughs) um I smoked like a half ounce a, a day, you know, like rolling blondes and you know, doing all that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing quotey hanks, my hands like gangster shit, blah blah blah, <laughs> blah, you know. So yeah, you know, I've had my ups and downs, but I, I think it's time for a calm down I'm in my 30s. And
0: yeah, give your brain a little yeah, give a little, little rest. relaxation. A little yeah. Rest, yeah, when I was uh, selling weed legally as a bud tender, um, I was not an entrepreneur. I was working for the man, which is weird because I'm selling drugs. Working still. for the man. I was smoking a lot of dabs and a lot of flour, because I just had, like, I would always get, like, a bunch of product to, like, try out, and then, like, or just, like, faulty product, and Mm -hmm. so I'd go home, and I was smoking, like, two blunts a day, and then taking, like... Gotta
1: love some faulty product.
0: Oh, yeah, a couple dabs. You're like, oh, this fell on the floor. Do you want? I'm like, yep, over here. Come on. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) No mess, no mess.
1: I don't think it's long before the rest of the country catches on, besides maybe a few, like, hardcore... Bible areas and my things like that. My saying is three to five years. Yeah, we're, we're making too much money in yeah. Colorado. Like,
0: well, did you hear what California's doing? No. So, my brother in law actually owns a few dispensaries out there. Yeah. And he told me that they're trying to hike up the tax to 80%. Wow. So, that's going to make the black market thrive again. And yeah, then the it, entire it um, cannabis market out in California is going to crash. 80% tax. Yeah,
1: that's not, you can't do that. No. You gotta beat the drug dealers. <laughs> like, that's the only reason I go to dispensaries. Is yeah. You're, you're giving me a better deal and slight more convenience than a drug dealer.
0: And, I'm and on i drug say dealer slight times. More.
1: And honestly, like, have you seen? I know there's a meme going around and it's a picture of one month's use of weed from a legal dispensary, and it's all the plastic containers and outbags that they have to give you, mm-hmm. and then one month use will be legal drugs, and it's four little baggies <laughs> just laying there, you know?
0: And unfortunately, that is a cold, hard fact. Yeah. So much plastic in the cannabis industry. Yeah,
1: yeah there really is. They're and supposed
0: to be the most green, but they're the least green.
1: Yeah, and it's different. I mean, I know stores don't actually have a choice. They have to go by federal regulations yeah. or whatever, and they can't reuse any of that stuff, and... But I, at least for my out bags, I, you know, my dispensary lets you, you can reuse those. Mm-hmm. So I try and bring those back with me, but I'm not always great about it.
0: Well, and that's how mine was. And, like, I remember when I was, at, at like, in the industry working in it, um, a lot of people got pissed at our dispensary because we had to charge for those bags yeah. because our products were in... Like you could see the actual cannabis product. Yeah. But if the people who are producing these products were to just use concealed containers in the first place that are child resistant, you don't even need an exit bag. Yeah. You can just put it in a little brown bag and send you on your way.
1: That's what they did with me today. But yeah, I got it in a little like kind like, of black pill bottle mm-hmm. type deal.
0: Fascinating.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so uh, if you don't have legal weed where you live, I'm sorry.
0: Hi, my apologies. But, uh, won't ho- be long. Hopefully,
1: you have good weed where you live, at least. Right,
0: and hopefully it's not swag.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> I remember my swag days. <laughs> really
0: you no, know, it was kind weird. of fun
1: though. Like just smoking. Like you, know, you buy an ounce, and I'd just roll up joints. That's when I used to teach myself. I could roll the cross joint. Oh, really? Pineapple espresso, <laughs> Yeah. And I used to, I used to know how to do a tulip joint too.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, what does yeah, that even look fun.
1: like? Uh, it's it's like a one long stem, and then you have this like bulb on the end, kind of, and it kind of looks like a little flower. Or oh, it's yeah, pretty cool. Wow! Uh, you could probably see them in dispensaries. I think I've seen one before. If know. I ever
0: see one, I'll definitely buy one of those. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a fun I would smell.
1: say I'd roll one for you, but it's been like ten years since I <laughs> fucked around and did something like that.
0: No excuses, Greg.
1: Yeah, I've got plenty <laughs> of them. <laughs> Anyhow, welcome everybody to Strange People, Weird World. Welcome. My name is Greg Tanner. With me, as always, is the incredible, the inconceivable, the... Anya... Anya (laughs) Danielle... Anya Daniela. Yeah. The Anya Daniela. The,
0: the Anya, Anya Daniela. Hello everybody. I
1: I had a plan before we started. I had all these cool like in words planned mm-hmm. and now I just went blank on them. <laughs> I was like There are some actually good ones, but no.
0: I, I like the dramatic pause though and then the Anya the, Daniela.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This so way
0: anybody should be introduced.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyhow, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: And uh, I believe, Miss Anya, it is your turn.
0: It is my turn this week. So, I was trying to ha- I wanted to do an episode that was like around Christmas, but then I was like, well, not everybody celebrates Christmas, but it is the holidays. So, I decided,
1: huh? It's like, it's pretty worldwide.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as holidays we celebrate here
1: in America, like that's.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like as to where last episode we were saying Happy Thanksgiving, that's definitely just here.
0: Yeah. That is true. Well, um, I think flu was able to scale down, and so today's episode, we're going to be diving into the brutal and bizarre origins of our beloved holidays. Ooh, yeah.
1: Ooh, I like that. Right? That sounds fun.
0: We got a little buffet of holidays we're gonna dive Ooh, into. A holiday <laughs> buffet.
1: It's the best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and before I jump into this, I just want to give a little credit shout out to Gabby Shaw, Syrian O'Keefe, and Joe Duncan. I went ahead and used a couple of their words, but of course, intertwined with my own. So, thank you, authors, and uh, let's jump in. Let's do it. So, the first holiday under the microscope is Valentine's Day. Ooh. Valentine's Day. Dreaded,
1: dreaded holiday for many, many. We, yeah, uh, Miranda and I don't celebrate it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. We, uh, I, I still do something for her mm-hmm. every <laughs> Valentine's Day, but we, we don't actively celebrate it with, like, dumbass cards and flowers and things like that. Like, generally, we'll, we might go out to dinner if we, you know, have the night off together or something, but... Other than that. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know... But I, I, you know, I try not to buy into like the the
0: bullshitness whole, yeah. Of it. yeah, it's like it's pretty much just like become a consumerism yeah or a consumerist holiday um
1: yeah we we definitely try and find ways to just celebrate with each other in you know, in a lot of cases of things, like even birthdays and Christmas no. like this year we're super broke, so it was just her birthday and didn't do any presents or cards or anything. I still took her out for like a two hundred dollar night which hurt us but
0: <laughs> but, it was but the it's worth it yeah
1: it. and you know christmas we're not really doing anything uh, we weren't even gonna set up at all i surprised her by setting up our christmas tree yesterday cause I, I won't admit it as much as i think i actually do inside but like i really love christmas
0: i yeah i'm the same way i'm not a huge fan of it but i love the decorations and the, Just the
1: feeling yeah, like it's when it's i usually magical. get to go and i don't get to go see my mom this year like i'm supposed to Aww. and that's I'm, I'm a little sad about that because uh, we're just super broke, and then last minute we we're gonna try and get just me a ticket, but it's already at the point where they're like five hundred plus dollars for very inconvenient times. Like oh my God. I would have to do from Denver to San Francisco to do a six-hour layover to show up in Boise, Idaho at like ten or eleven p.m. on Christmas Eve. Wow. And I like I'm not gonna do that to my family and yeah. myself even like five or five hundred something dollars. And, Anyhow. Oi. But yeah.
0: Well. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm right there with you on it. I've never really been a huge fan of the whole, like, Ah, the overhype that goes on around. I think it's stupid that some people wait for one day out of the year to show their love for somebody. Like, you should be doing that every single exactly. day. Exactly.
1: Like if you notice, there's flowers downstairs right now. Like, yeah, I, I couples and, take notes. I try and just bring her flowers, like, randomly, you know. Because I do our grocery shopping, so.
0: Oh. Like,
1: and I don't go crazy. There's $10 bouquets and stuff. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not saying sorry for anything, so. But it's
0: the little things. Yeah, you
1: just pick out a pretty one. and.
0: It's something that, like, if I were to do that, or if I were to have that, I'd be like, Oh,
1: oh, my. Yeah, and then she comes home from work, and I'm, I'm cooking dinner, so there's some flowers for her.
0: Greg, you deserve an award.
1: I do. You're I really a rare do. type. <laughs> I
0: do. Well, on the topic of rarity and Valentine's Day and bah humbugness. Uh,
1: so I always assumed this is, this is named after a St. Valentine, right?
0: Yes. So, in our society today, Valentine's Day is represented most often. Often by thoughtful cards, chocolates and romantic lovey-dovey things as and we were just naked talking flying about, baby. Yes, naked flying baby. <laughs> Sometimes even courtly love, but not unlike that of the Middle Ages. The origin of Valentine's Day is, is stark in contrast to our loved up beloved holiday. Yet the color of blood red is a common theme. Long before the famed St. Valentine's Day Massacre, the brutal mafia execution of seven men conducted by Al Capone and his gang on February 14th, 1929, there was another <laughs> bloody day that actually spawned on Valentine's really? Day. Yes. Wow. So... so I
1: was going to bring up the massacre, too. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. So
0: it's interesting, too, to see, like, why some people have such a weird feeling towards it, because a yeah. lot of death happened on a that day.
1: <laughs> a
0: lot of death happens. death happens. So, this... So the other bloody day that happened on Valentine's Day was a slaying of Saint Valentine. Yes, Valentine's Day is a celebration of not only a saint's execution, but also an array of other killings. No wonder there's so much red.
1: I just heard like a slayer riff go through
0: my head. that. The year was 269, and Claudius II was the emperor of mighty Rome. The growth of marriage and family life had caused a shortage of men willing to leave home and fight in foreign lands for their beloved country of Rome. Therefore, Claudius took it in his power, and he outlawed marriage entirely, and anyone caught getting married or performing marriage rites marriage would be considered or condemned and perished within a prison cell. But, Mr. Loverboy, St. Valentine, refused to stop performing marriages. For this, he was punished severely for his crimes.
1: You can't stop love. No! You can't stop love.
0: So, thank you, you know, thank God's Mr. Loverboy was there to help out. Maybe he's the reason why Cupid is, like, a baby, because he was, like, rebirthed into it. I don't hmm. know. Interesting. Um... But he was punished severely for his crimes and was eventually tortured, beaten with clubs, and beheaded on the fateful day of February 14th, 269. So Valentine's Day is actually the celebration of a saint from ancient Rome who was not only tortured, beheaded, but also killed on February 14th. Ouch. There's nothing more romantic than celebrating love on the day that a saint was slaughtered for attempting to protect love. But hey, maybe this explains why some of us feel so hostile on this day. Maybe. So... That's Valentine's Day.
1: That's I mean, wow! That just starts with brutal. (laughs) Right. Anytime clubbed in the head is involved, that's yeah, that's that's oh.
0: After being tortured and locked up in a prison cell,
1: and torture used to be real, like yeah, back in the Middle Ages. People still get tortured now, and it's bad, but like
0: back then, (sighs) fuck. I mean, Game of Thrones. Anybody ever watched that?
1: Oh yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Oh. Anyhow. Anyhow. Ooh.
0: So, <clears throat> moving on from the bloody, gory mess that is Valentine's Day, we move into Halloween. So I probably could have put these holidays in chronological order, but, you know, I like to just be...
1: Let's, uh, let's keep them on their toes. Yeah, so yeah. you don't know keep where I'm going to go toes, next. You don't know what's coming
0: next <laughs> Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Halloween. Was that a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) So, every year on October 31st, various cultures around the world celebrate our beloved Halloween in different ways. The most popular and lighter form is with party games, haunted houses, ghost stories, bonfires, costumes, and, of course, the ultimate question of trick-or-treat.
1: So what was your favorite part of Halloween, dressing up or candy?
0: I love dressing up.
1: I like dressing up, too. But...
0: Growing up in Colorado, it always snowed. So my costume always was based around. That's about,
1: is that you have a cool costume with a snow jacket over yeah. it.
0: And so people would always think that you're the Michelin man.
1: Yeah. I would say it was better in Vegas, but if you actually grew up in Vegas, then the, the 50 or 60 degrees it might have been on Halloween, we still wore our little windbreakers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we were chill. We, were, we, we were, were, were not chilly. chilly. Yeah, in literally. Colorado,
0: it was like, oh, it's 40 degrees. Mom, can I go out without my jacket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'm like... Sitting so there shivering.
1: Yeah. I, I go out to my car in the snow with, like, short... And a T-shirt on. Like, <laughs> you know, if
0: you're
1: just walking out for a second, like who cares? Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, and I think it's because we're—I just I don't know what it is with Colorado, but yeah, when it, even when it's cold, people walk around with. I think
1: we're protesting it.
0: Yeah. And like we were fused. Yeah. We were, like
1: this—this <laughs> this last little blizzard was rough. That's the longest snow's been on the ground here for. Yeah.
0: When I got back from California, I was actually pretty shocked to see how bad the roads were because it was like yeah. three days after, and normally the snow's melted Yeah, it was
1: nasty. And so yeah, if you don't live here, you might think it snows a. Lot. it doesn't it might snow a lot here but it'll snow for like a day and then it'll be sunshine the next day and like yeah. melt everything away it doesn't last long we're actually very spoiled here in denver yes
0: very spoiled
1: i think denver gets the most days of sunshine than any other city in the country actually yeah, which I think is it's surprising
0: 350 something
1: yeah, yeah yeah i think
0: this whole year the cloudiest that it had been was when that blizzard hit because yeah, we didn't have, was there was two days of no sun, and yeah. I felt so crippled. This whole house
1: was, like, <laughs> depressed. I think that's why, like, Carmen, like, shredded her bed and her cage and everything. So we we're, oh. all co- I think they've been cooped up. We've been able to go out and play now again. Thank goodness, but,
0: Thank God yeah. for the sun.
1: Right? Oh. Anyhow.
0: Anyhow. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. So, the darker origins of the celebration lie hundreds of years ago, though as it is believed, boundaries between this world and the next become the thinnest that they can be within this time of year. The origin of the modern holiday of Halloween spread from Celtic and Welsh folklore, ancient Roman celebrations, and Christian history. Some historians discuss its origin being in the ancient Celtic festival known as Samhain. Alternatively, the Christian's All Hallows' Eve, the 31st day known as All Hallows' Or...
1: Samhain, Is that like... Like uh, S A M H
0: A I N. That
1: was a that was the name of one of Danzig's bands. Really? Yeah, Danzig, the singer of the Misfits. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah. When I first saw that word, I was like, "That's kind of a dope name."
1: It's yeah, a really name, cool like, name for a son. band. I was like, "That's fucking awesome."
0: Oh, I'm really. I'd name my child Mayan.
1: Right. <laughs> That's a little, little dark. <laughs> <story.
0: laughs> Hopefully, his baby. Hopefully, right. his father's okay with that.
1: <laughs> I was, I was pronounced as Sam Hain. I didn't know how to actually say the name of the band.
0: You know, I Semine. don't even know if it's Samayan. you're
1: saying it, it's somewhere in between what we're saying, yeah. I'm sure.
0: So if anyone knows how to properly say yeah, it, let right. us know.
1: Here's my son, Sam Hain, and his brother, Damien.
0: <laughs> and then uh, their sister, Lucifia. Yeah, Lucifia. <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> get the priest! <laughs> Um, but so alternatively the Christians all hallows Eve and practice and beliefs around it may have influenced modern day celebrations. The festival of Samayan, however, is a celebration of the end of the harvest season in Celtic culture and is actually regarded as the Celtic New Year. Okay. Customarily this I guess was that's a time not that dark. Oh it's it dark. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Customarily this was a time used by the ancient pagans to slaughter livestock and ah. ensure enough supplies were stocked for winter stores. I mean that's
1: just you know, that's it's yeah. just the way it was, yeah.
0: But, you know, you gotta it's do totally what you gotta fine. Do. Yeah. Um, but the ancient Celtics believed that on October thirty first, the boundaries between the worlds of the living and the dead overlapped, and the departed would arise and bring about mayhem and destruction, such as sickness or damaged crops. You know, it's
1: pretty weird how some thoughts like that just go from culture to culture without mm-hmm. explanation. You know, like how
0: how it's teeny. how are they unearthing this? And yeah, completely, like, like, different cultures are yeah. so far away. And yeah. at that time, there was no, te- like, connection between yeah. them like we have yeah. now. That's crazy. And so, yeah, I'm always, like, very... I'm, I'm very interested in religions and just, like, their overall theories mm-hmm. because they're all so similar, yet they're all so, yeah. like, spread out. It's nature. Yeah,
1: I mean, without all the war and hate and shit like that, they could be very cool and very helpful almost, but... Yeah! Unfortunately... God They're
0: damn not. wars. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <clears throat> so, the festivals would frequently involve. Oh. Oh. The festivals would frequently involve throwing the bones of slaughtered livestock onto bonfires. Costumes and masks were also worn in an effort to either appease the evil spirits or mock them. Now Ooh. jumping.
1: Mm hmm. Mocking, huh?
0: So they were like, bitch, don't touch my crops. With a big old scary mask and spirits be <laughs> right. like, whoa, okay, guys, don't these touch th-
1: don't touch that guy's. they're perhaps.
0: serious about this, let's go over to the Romans.
1: <laughs> so I've heard hmm. and whether you want to believe me or not, or you know, it depends how on board with this you want to be. But I've I've known people in my life who see to the other side, um, if that's a thing you believe in. And I've known people who have known people. Um one of the, the stronger cases is actually somebody Miranda knew. And I think I talked about it before, maybe. I, I can't remember. Conversations mixed up in my head about driving by a graveyard.
0: Mm-mm. And
1: they would, uh... so this girl, she, she saw stuff. And her, a lot of people in her family actually did. And to the point where like she, she would avoid graveyards and things like that. Because she drove by one, all of a sudden there would be somebody in her back seat. Because basically, if you believe in this other side, like whatever they are, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's lots of theories. But um, they see us, and they see that we don't see them.
0: You become like a lighthouse. But
1: yeah, if you are one that sees them, they are drawn to you because they notice that you see them.
0: It's like a moth to a. And they want to talk
1: to you. They want to. So she would drive by graveyards and just there'd be like one in her back seat. Well, in Thailand they honor the dead mm-hmm. and they they leave offerings out on their porches they have you know all this stuff for the dead to like it's almost like a sanctuary for them and she went there and she said there's just fucking dead people everywhere or spirits everywhere or whatever you want to call them everywhere
0: really? just hanging
1: out it's like a totally different vibe than the ones in America or other places too because they're welcomed mm-hmm. and they're honored and there's there's things put out for them. There's offerings out for them.
0: I was going to say, it's like having a bunch of altars throughout the street. Yeah.
1: So that being said, I was connecting this to wearing masks and scaring them away from crops and things like that, so they obviously do respond to things. Mm-hmm. If you're on board with all this.
0: And I was going to say, it's crazy you say that, because um, like I know people probably, you know, some may not believe this or follow with it, um, but yeah, I believe, like, you, everyone has ancestors, and when you leave out those offerings and you have those altars, mm-hmm. like, it is a place for your ancestors to come and, like, congregate and kind of, like, for you to have that moment, like, that space with them. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, going back to this time, pagan, like, paganism was huge, so it mm-hmm. only makes sense that at this time, like, you're going to have all these spirits flooding in because, yeah. yeah, we don't... Their culture, they didn't deny spirits. And so naturally around that time, I mean... Ghost, can I already fuck with you? Mm-hmm. So imagine, like, a whole, like, set of, like, civilization believing him, and so having a whole, like, horde of spirits come in. It's fucking, like, Game That's, of Thrones yeah, exactly. type shit. It's crazy. Ugh. What was I?
1: gonna say? Try to get quiet with that. <laughs> oh, don't
0: worry, it's just this. Okay. <clears throat> um, So... The Romans' occupation of the Celts brought the tradition of Feralia. So we jumped from the Celtics and we're going to the Romans on their um, influence on Halloween. Feralia was a day celebrated in late October by the Romans for the passing of the dead, as well as a festival which celebrated the Roman goddess Pomona, the goddess of fruit. Interesting enough, the symbol of Pomona was an apple, which is the proposed origin for the tradition of bobbing for apples on Halloween. Hmm. So it is really cool, too, to see so many different just religions and civilizations celebrating a similar day in October. So October is just a
1: spooky month. Yeah. It's really cool kind of living in America for these type of things, too, when there's, we celebrate something that's celebrated different ways worldwide, but because of the aspect of this country with so many different immigrants throughout time, Sometimes our celebration is you just catch little bits and pieces from things and once you mm-hmm. start learning about them you're like, Wow, I didn't know we bobbed for apples for a reason like or,
0: Yeah, your eyes are opened up and you're like, Whoa, there's actually a bunch of origins to this and yeah. like meaning and it's not just like a party thing. Yeah. It's really cool to think everything in our own little like culture has a reason. Uh, but speaking of origins, other fascinating yet odd origins include jack-o'-lanterns, which were traditionally carried by children in disguise on All Hallows' Eve to order, in order to frighten off evil spirits. And also a popular Irish Christian folklore has the jack-o'-lantern representing a soul who has been denied entry into both heaven and hell. Mm. An old Christian custom called souling, dating back to the 15th century, could possibly be the origin of trick-or-treating. This old custom involved baking and sharing soul cakes for all cherished or all christened souls. Traditionally, these small round cakes were made for all saints or all souls day to celebrate the dead. Often groups of poor children would go door-to-door collecting soul cakes as a means for praying for souls in purgatory. No matter what culture it originates from, even modern day celebrations of Halloween reflects its odd and dark origins. Hmm. Fascinating.
1: Very fascinating. Soul cakes.
0: Right? I kind of want to try one. Right? sounds good, but then it's probably not that good.
1: Did you ever, uh, where are you at on trying the, uh, the, the, the dirt cake things?
0: You know, I haven't found a good recipe. No. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm still waiting for it. Maybe I'll just put it out there in the universe that I'll, like, come across one of the next few months. Mm.
1: That was just on um, your solo interview, right? Or mm-hmm. Where you talked about that. And mm-hmm. They're all mixed up in my head now.
0: I know. It's funny. When <laughs> I try to recall an episode, I'm like, oh, what podcast was
1: that from? Yeah. What episode was that from? I, I was pretty sharp about it for our first, like, 30 episodes. I could I could really recall like what number and what everything we did but now I don't know. I know we did stuff. <laughs> sounds
0: like a big old pot of gumbo and you yeah. pull it with a spoon and you're like oh, not yeah. that one.
1: I mean I, I know every time, like, I'm not in danger of like repeating a topic I know everything I've done, it's just I can't tell you it was episode <laughs> whatever,
0: you know. That's good. I still don't even, I mean especially because we backlogged
1: Yeah. Sometimes
0: I'm like I really hope Yeah,
1: you're in danger.
0: <laughs> I really hope we not do an episode on that so I like yeah. try to stick to the more like, ooh Factual things.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. You, know, you got like 20 episodes of me figuring out the show still, so. Yeah. There's, there's things you wouldn't even have a chance of repeating because it just doesn't even fit the, the way it work now, yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember like when I first started perusing through. Perusing. I've been liking that word recently. Uh, perusing through the episodes, I was like looking at the topics because I remember I for some reason thought the show was about like superheroes
1: episode one is. Yeah, yeah and Real
0: Josh was like, Anya, it was literally just one episode. I was like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's still one of my favorite episodes. It was that was a good like, episode. That was a fun one. Yeah.
0: Alright. You ready for the next holiday? Let's do it. Now we're gonna backlog to the beginning of the year for St. Patty's Day.
1: St. Patrick's Day.
0: Oh, we got another saint in the house.
1: Oh, man. Drunken holiday. <laughs>
0: Fucking holidays.
1: Drunken, drunken holiday.
0: So most of us in the Western world who celebrate this holiday, especially if we're not particularly religious, think of St. Patrick's Day as a fun festival marked by the consumption of vast amounts of beer and Jameson. Yet, St. Patrick's Day has always been a religious holiday, but Irish immigrants who came to the United States in search of a better life greatly popularized it as a secular holiday, solidifying it as a representation of Irish culture. But the holiday didn't start out as a happy-go-lucky beginning. Of course not. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually the celebration of the death of St. Patrick. His life was hard from the beginning. When the Romans occupied Great Britain in the 5th century, St. Patrick was just a 16-year-old boy who was captured and taken to Ireland from Britain as a slave. Now, St. Patrick managed to escape slavery in 432, and he became a force for Christianity, he, was con- he had converted the then-pagan Irish to the religion, and he also established monasteries and places of worship all over the country.
1: God, shit was wild back then.
0: Seriously! I was working
1: at Wendy's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck, 16 years I old? And <laughs>
1: yeah. I was, was a, I was baking potatoes and flipping burgers and making chili at Wendy's. I
0: was a car hop at Sonic. <laughs> fucking
1: converting people to different religions and opening monasteries. <laughs>
0: Escaping, Escaping slavery. Escaping slavery. Roaming around the country. God. Um... <laughs> He was said to have died on March 17th, 493, which would have made him over 100 years old. However, historians generally agree that he actually died in 461. So there's, like, you know, some, like, meh room with that. Therefore, making St. Patrick's Day actually a celebration of the day good old St. Patrick died. Even more dark and unusual than that are the events that ensued after his death. The battle for the body of St. Patrick took place when two rival factions fought over who had the proper rights to his corpse. However, things get a little myth- mythological in the account in the annals of the four masters, the work that described the battle. It concludes with a scene where the rival factions end up on a river to do glorious, bloody battle for the rights of the courts of the beloved saint. Allegedly, the river rose up and flooded upon their arrival. Both sides walked away with what they believed to be the body of St. Patrick, and it was attributed to a divine miracle that the battle was stopped. Now that is just the origin of the day. There could be a whole other episode dedicated to the dark origins of the tradition in which we fall on this day. For now, we can conclude that this is definitely an odd beginning for a holiday of green beer, drunken mistakes, pinching, and leprechauns. <laughs> so,
1: Yeah, where does the drinking and leprechauns come from?
0: That's where Like, I was trying to fit it in, But the origin to, yeah, the traditions on St. Patrick's Day, I think I'm going to do an episode around that time, because it's pretty fucking fascinating. Okay, Okay. Yeah, I was looking into it, and I was like, damn, I don't want to squeeze this into one. But...
1: I'll be looking forward to that, then. I, um...
0: Yet again, another saint was massacred.
1: You know, I guess whether or not I celebrate St. Patrick's Day, like, I don't have a problem with it, like, I... I feel like the only places that profit off it are, like, restaurants and bars, which I don't have a problem with, you know, especially being in the service industry. hmm You know, it's just kind of a, I guess, I mean, in America, it literally is just a party day. I don't think anybody sets back to appreciate anything. No. Or takes time to honor anything, but we get fucked up.
0: And that's one thing that I, like, always thought was weird about St. Patrick's Day, because I was like, why do we celebrate it as a holiday? Yeah. Like, what?
1: Especially, like, as Americans, like...
0: Yeah. (laughs) Americans just love to take other cultures, like...
1: Cinco de Mayo.
0: Yeah, fucking Oktoberfest, like... Yeah,
1: Oktoberfest. We'll turn it into a drinking holiday.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually uh, just took a class, it was cultural nutrition class, and we each had a country that we had to present on and cook a dish for, and I, of course, had to do Germany, and they asked me, they're like, "So is October Fest as big as it is as America makes it?" And I was like, "Nah, it's more of like for tourists at this point, and yeah. like a day for America to fucking party." Yeah. And the girl was like, "Yeah, I'm from Mexico, and the same thing with Cinco de Mayo. She's like, America totally like blew it out of the water. And the same thing with Mardi Gras, they like just make it a day for drinking."
1: Yeah. Oh I'm yeah, like, Mardi Gras. No.
0: Good old Americans. No
1: America.
0: <laughs> Taking what's not ours and making it Fuck something.
1: It. Taking it and drinking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking a. Um, Alright, so, cruising into, uh, what is that, our fourth holiday.
1: Fourth holiday.
0: Now, we're going to be talking about Passover.
1: Passover, that's a Jewish holiday.
0: That is a Jewish holiday.
1: I don't don't know much about Passover.
0: Neither did I, but uh, looking into it, origins of it, dark as fuck.
1: Okay.
0: You're right. So, Passover, like we said, is a Jewish holiday. Within this holiday, drinking wine, four glasses to be exact, is a common tradition. Why? I'm not too sure. I tried looking into it. Um, but Passover, for the most part, is a happy holiday. It actually is the day that marks the day that Jewish people became free after escaping slavery from the pharaoh of Egypt. So, you know, you'd think it'd be a great day. Uh, but yeah, the origin of it? Not so great. <laughs> According to the Torah, though, which is the Jewish Bible, before the Jewish people could actually escape Egypt... God had supposedly sent ten plagues upon the Egyptian Ah, people until they agreed to free
1: the Jewish people from their land. I do know about this.
0: Yeah. Um, These ten plagues were no fucking joke.
1: (laughs) So these can actually be accounted for, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like, this this shit happened. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And so some of them, you know, because it is the Bible, there is some, like, people that... It's hard to prove things such, like, in that time, or, like, actual factual, but...
1: I, I believe in all my years of smoking weed and watching the History Channel, <laughs> um, I, I did see a documentary on this subject. And, like, some of the shit happened, to what degree, you know, can differ from what's written in the Bible, but. For the some, most part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, a few of the ten plagues Which that.
1: Of course, it gets dark towards the end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A few of the ten plagues, speaking of dark, was complete darkness all over the country for a total of three days. Rolling
1: blackouts, yeah. mm
0: -hmm. Supposedly, the Nile River turned into a flowing river of pure blood.
1: Blood rivers. Blood Blood rivers. Standard, yeah.
0: And uh, most tragically, the slaughtering of all firstborn Egyptian children. That's a rough one. Yep, in every household. That's a rough one. And that one is factual. So, at the stroke of midnight on the 15th of the month of Nissan, which is um, spring, and...
1: Also a quality car.
0: Always. uh, (laughs) 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 Every every first-born child was slaughtered if they were born into an Egyptian family. And those Uh, were just, that was like a sum of like the three. Do
1: we know how at all? Like, was there a squad of like ninjas waiting outside every house to just come in and slit throats or...
0: Um, so what I was... Was there
1: a team of people just going house to house?
0: Yeah, so from what I was reading, it was pretty much like, um, like a group of, not Jewish men, it was, uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting the name of it, but pretty much, like, they were going into households, and they were finding their firstborn, yeah, they were like, killing off the baby. Uh... Because
1: if you read the Bible, you just wake up and your kid's... Dead. Dead. Yeah. But I, I feel like, I mean... I believe it happened, but it had to be a little more brutal and alarming than that. Uh, I imagine you probably saw your kid die.
0: And it was claiming that, yeah, that God did it. Um, but, of course, in most religious artif- or like religious um, writings and readings, God can work through the people. Yes. So, yes. Uh, despite the holiday now being a cheerful celebration, the dark origins still float behind like the darkness that engulfed all of Egypt for those three days. So that was uh, a quick little summary of Passover.
1: Okay. I always think, to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and I think he's got, like, a, I don't know, a bunch of cocaine out or something. And he, like, tries to pull it out, like, while they're driving the convertible, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's like, see what God just did, man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That always makes me laugh, like, when people are like, God made me do it. And I was like, yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, God Uh had to do that? Uh Uh-huh. That exact thing? Okay. Okay. Now... Save the best for last. It only makes sense that I saved this because it is that time of the year. Christmas! Christmas. So, Christmas is both unusual and dark in its history for a few reasons. First, Christmas is an extremely modern holiday. Historically, Christians don't celebrate birthdays as it has been viewed as as paganism to celebrate an individual's birth on Earth rather than his his or hers, dying to go to heaven in accordance with Christian beliefs. Huh. This is why saints are remembered for their deaths instead of their births because of the moment of internal judgment. Christianity is more important than life. Hint, good old St. Patrick and St. Valentine. I see. So, I see sees why we, you know, celebrate them, even though their deaths were completely gruesome.
1: I, uh, I do enjoy getting to see some of the celebration of me before I die. Yeah. Um, You know, I I don't make a huge deal out of my birthdays, but I've I've had some good ones, and it was uh, nice to be a part of those instead of... uh...
0: You know, I've never liked birthdays. Never? No, probably because when I was a little girl, I invited my class to my birthday and no one showed up. Oh, no. Yeah, and so unfortunately, that kind of traumatized me. So now I'm always like, I'm going to just go off the grid for my birthday.
1: Yeah, I'm not big into it. Um, You know, like I said, I've had a couple... You know, I lived with my best friends for the last six or seven years before I lived with Miranda. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he, like, took care of me on my 30th birthday and things like that. And it was fun. We had some good times. But, yeah, in general, like, if you know me, I'm not going to tell you, like, my birthday's coming up or anything like that. I don't care.
0: I'll, like... If someone asks, me be like, yeah, my birthday's coming up. But then on the day of, I'll never be like, oh, it's my birthday. Yeah.
1: Now, there's been times where, like, there was a music festival happening on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was the only, it only happened one time out here. It was the South Park Festival. And so I was like, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go party it up for my birthday. And, like, it's something I would have done regardless, but my birthday happened, so we'll celebrate while we're at it.
0: <laughs> Knock out two birds. Yeah.
1: Or one-year Comic-Con happened on my birthday. Nice. And... I dropped, like, $1,000. Woo! Miranda was really cool that year.
0: <laughs> my birthday always falls on spring break. Nice. Yeah, and this is the first year, actually, I'm planning to go to Florida to go celebrate Siesta, or celebrate in Siesta Keys for my birthday. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So I'm finally actually doing something with the time of year that it falls go. on. There you go. Other than that, there's nothing special around that. Yeah, I birthday. mean,
1: either that or, like, my birthday is two days before the 4th of July, um, so uh-huh. American Independence Day, um.
0: Ooh, five bucks. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, there's usually a barbecue or something going on around my birthday, and it's fine. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's
0: good. It's good. As a kid, I was like, I want my birthday on Halloween, or, like, not Halloween, like, on a holiday that you get presents. Cause yeah. Like, oh, you get more, but I'm really glad that's not the case. No,
1: anymore. yeah, it's not the case at all.
0: No. no. <clears throat> but speaking about presents and holidays that you get such on, back to Christmas. Back
1: to Christmas. <clears throat>
0: So, you know, the fact that, uh, saints are remembered on their birth or on their death rather than their births, uh, this kind of made Christmas a mockery for a long time with writers advocating strongly against it. Traditionally in Christianity, the moment of death was your actual and true birthday in the kingdom of God. Interesting. The second and more darker part of the story comes with a jolly old fat guy, Saint Nicholas or Santa Claus. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. You know, of course we have uh, another saint in here.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Thanks to Coca-Cola ads stemming from the 1930s, we now see him plastered everywhere as a fat old guy with a wispy white beard, a red onesie, and a white fur trim. And of course, that big ass grin on his face (laughs) at all times. (laughs) But this isn't the real Saint Nick. So who was he? Well, the answer is that we don't really know. Everybody
1: knows it's Tim Allen.
0: Duh. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, so the answer is that we don't actually know because we have no surviving historical documentation, but we do know that he was the Bishop of Myra in the 4th century. But aside from that, we know next to nothing about this man. However, we do have one major artifact, his dead body. (laughs) So cryptic. Yeah. Yes, you heard that right. The only thing we know for sure about St. Nicholas is that we actually have his dead corpse. Say what?
1: <laughs> now are we talking skeleton or preserved corpse? Skeleton. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: Uh, allegedly, the real St. Nicholas wasn't very jolly. He was present for the very first council of Nicaea in 325, where he actually punched a guy in the face whom he thought was a believer in a differing religion from his.
1: Wow. That's, right? Uh...
0: Not very jolly.
1: It's the old Christian, the old <laughs> Christian spirit there.
0: <laughs> he didn't get his milk and cookies. Yeah. After he died in 343, his remains lay buried. That was until Italian sa- sailors stole his corpse in 1087 from Myra and relocated them to a city in Italy called Barry. Before this, the original Santa Claus was a nobody. It's
1: crazy how the bodies are such a big deal on I this. I know. Like, St. Patrick and all that, right? <laughs>
0: Which I, when I was, like, writing this episode, I was kind of putting this together, and I'm like, what is up with these corpses?"
1: But, you know, people used to, um, you know, if somebody, like, was kind of, I don't know if this is a a word the way I'm going to use it, but, like, martyrized, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, killed and publicly executed, people or even, even if they weren't, like, a martyr, even if they were just, it was just famous, people would go collect pieces of the bodies and things like that, like...
0: Because it was, like, a huge, especially back then, I mean, that was, like... That's, you're a celebrity.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, right now the more, you know, morbid podcasts and like serial killer type things are becoming very popular and kind of always have been, but it's more out in the public eye now. And that's what they point out is like, this has always been a thing. It's Mm -hmm. it's not a new fad. Like people have always been into.
0: People are so intrigued by death. Yeah. But then they want to act like they're not. And
1: killers and Mm -hmm. weird, you know.
0: You little fucking weirdos. Right, yeah.
1: And we're here to call y'all out
0: Yeah, we are. Because I'm one of them. Yeah,
1: weird knows weird.
0: So, before this, like I said, the original Mr. Santa Claus was just a nobody. But the theft of his remains made his popularity surge all throughout Europe. This marks the beginning for how he became such a vast figure that is still present in our culture today.
1: So, have you seen Futurama?
0: I've seen a few episodes, yes.
1: Have you seen the Christmas episodes? Uh Uh-uh. So in Futurama, everybody barricades their house and hides from Santa Claus. Because he goes, he's like, I think he's a robot at this point. He just goes on like a mass killing spree. Oh my god! Fucking
0: hilarious!
1: (laughs) Santa Claus is a badass in Futurama, so now this is how I'm picturing the real Saint Nick.
0: Which makes sense, given that he wasn't actually a happy man. No, not at all. Picturing like a really old dude, fucking going around and just whooping some ass.
1: Yeah, punching people. Yeah, yeah. Futurama got it right.
0: Giving him red cheeks from not smiling. To put this little piece of history to the test, though, about Mr. Santa Claus and his dead body, researchers were able to analyze a fragment of Santa's hip bone. Sure enough, it dated all the way back to the 4th century, confirming that it probably did actually belong to the original Saint Santa Claus.
1: Damn.
0: Uh, How did a floating corpse become the poster child for all things Holly and Jolly? I'm not too sure, but I feel like the nightmare before Christmas has a better representation on what our homie Santa actually looks like. Not some jolly dude with a big old beard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More like a Jack Skellington look.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. But uh, and that is the bizarre and dark origins of some beloved holidays.
1: A lot of death.
0: Lot. A lot of, of death. death. A lot of death. Man, and what's interesting is as I was writing this episode, I realized that like within each holiday, besides their like dark origin, every tradition that we have has an even darker origin to it. So holidays are like. Really fucked, to be really honest.
1: Man. And it
0: only makes sense if we celebrate them.
1: Yeah, because even in America, I mean, if you live here, you know how fucked up Thanksgiving really is, too. Yeah. Right?
0: And I was going to put Thanksgiving in there, but I was like, everyone knows how fucked Thanksgiving and Columbus Day is.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. pretty fucked up.
0: It only, you know, leaves it to our society to celebrate such yeah. terrible things and yeah. mask them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the the irony of my Native American family celebrating Thanksgiving every year was never lost on me, <laughs> even as a child. But it's fine. Like I said, you just... In life, you have to make everything your own. Mm. And, you know, I celebrate Christmas, and I'm not religious. I just take the parts of it I like, you know. Mm. And I love my family and celebrating with them and just being with them and sharing some presents and things like that. And Thanksgiving, you know, I will. I'll take the day to be thankful for things and just make it what it is. You exactly. Know? So. Like,
0: you can... Take that day, and you can be grumpy, and you can try to, like, prove this point of, like, not celebrating it, but it's like, or you can look into it and just make it your own. Yeah. Make it a positive day.
1: Or, uh, going all the way back to when I was 16, um, starting my band with my buddy David, uh, you can find him under Bionic Limbs on Spotify. Um, he's still making music. Uh, he's got some cool, like, ambient beats and stuff. Like, Ooh. for, like, studying. and I like him for, like, when I do... When I write the show, I'll listen to his music. Or writing my D&D campaigns and things like that. It's just really nice. Um, but when me and him and I had a band... Uh, I was the singer. He was the guitar player. We wrote a song called Valentine's Day Fucking Sucks. <laughs> it was just me and him in the garage fucking <laughs> ad-libbing it and fucking around. But we made the day our own. You know, we were... Two awkward high school kids who had nothing what but each other do. And made the day our own.
0: I mean, Valentine's Day has always fucking sucked for me. I think I right? only actually had someone to celebrate it like maybe two or three Valentine's Day out of my twenty-three years on this planet. Yeah. Huh. But uh, every year, though, I make it a day for myself.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: I'll treat myself. I'll treat take myself to dinner, do a nice little spa, or I'll you know to eat a lot of food and get really fat.
1: To quote my favorite rapper. Uh, who my dog's named after, fairly, uh, Mac Dre. He says, treat yourself, don't cheat yourself. And I've always lived by that mantra.
0: That is a mantra everyone should live by.
1: Um, Also, speaking of my buddy David, I think it was just his birthday. His birthday is Pearl Harbor Day. That's a rough one. Oh, I'm sorry, David, but
0: happy (laughs) birthday.
1: Happy birthday, yeah. Um, Speaking of that group of friends, I may, may have insulted Leanne, and I don't know if she's actually upset or not, because it's hard to tell things in text message, but... I love you, and you're not rightfully out of your mind, mostly. But, anyways, I don't think she's actually mad at me. But if she I'm was, you know. Oh, speaking of the, uh, the, the contest between me and you. Oh. You got some props from my kitchen network.
0: <laughs> you what?
1: <laughs> the kitchen network. <laughs> you know, I work in a restaurant. Chef Hector.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: It's walking by, saying, "Yo, your co-host is hot." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you, Chef Hector. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that counts as like two or three votes? Uh,
1: you know, he's a he's a quality vote right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get a couple for Hector. Woo! That's uh, AKA Yummy.
0: Well, and you know, since I've been advertising our podcast on uh, other social media apps, <clears throat> <on> Tinder, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start up my little voting rig, and I'm definitely going. You're probably still gonna beat me.
1: You got Chef Jemmy's vote. Um. But anyways, enough of that.
0: Enough of that.
1: And I guess you got Leanne's vote too.
0: Yes. Whatever.
1: Whoop, whoop. I'll give her give her Are a half move? half vote.
0: <laughs> so what what is that? Three to two now, Greg?
1: You're at like no, I mean I, I have I have lots. Um, we're ca- calculating <laughs> my oh. my. I put my accountant on it because it's numbers and things like that. That's we'll, where
0: that number it came from.
1: We'll get the actual um, hard hard numbers in eventually here, but I'm pretty sure it's like landslide was used, I think, but I don't know.
0: Damn it, still yeah. fucking losing. Still in the
1: back, you know. They, they heard you were skipping out on the belly dancing classes. Um. Yeah, that's all. Speaking of which, I was listening to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you go pay it forward at Panda Express? No. That's a no. No. That's a no. She just took her free $20 in gas and went on with it. I know! That's okay. She brought me donuts today. So I paid it okay. forward. But she only brought me donuts as a sorry for changing recording on me again. <laughs> again.
0: Okay, and my defense, was not feeling good yesterday. And you guys wouldn't have liked me. I wouldn't yeah, have been as lively. That's
1: okay. I had the day off today anyway. I have been that's like fun. a
0: martyrized saint.
1: Then I'll just turn around and edit the episode right now. (laughs) We'll be all good. I think before I edit, I might go play some. Oh, so this. You know, I said I was living in a world of Red Dead Redemption? Uh huh. My my trigger finger from the game, I'm having pain in my knuckle right here, it's swollen. Kid Does it look like it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it, God. It hurts, and I'm like, I should probably not be playing Xbox anymore. <laughs> but I'm really close to my goal in the game. I mean, I could beat the game anytime I want, but I'm doing like all the side work stuff nice. that you you work really hard for, and you achieve some of it, and you're like, well, that was anticlimactic. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs>
0: it's funny you mentioned Red Dead actually, because the semester is ending this week. Uh, I can finally. I told myself I grounded myself from video games until the end of the semester.
1: Yeah, and I'm grounded after I finish this one, so I'm really drawing it out. The
0: time has been coming. <laughs> and after today, I'm going to go home and do that for the next 12 hours.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Get some.
0: Oh, yeah. Get some. Trigger finger.
1: Well, um.
0: Well, everybody.
1: I think that's it for me and my swollen trigger finger here. And, uh. That's and, uh, it, me. Our oh. copious amounts of coffee.
0: Yep. It's buzzing me through yeah. now.
1: Well, uh, to the rest of you out there. Go ahead and, uh, sorry I didn't post, uh, uh, anything about our podcast last, last episode.
0: Yeah, you just lost a bunch of cute points. That was, that
1: fuck, shit. <laughs> it was really Anya's fault for mixing things up and what? changing the recording day. Don't it listen to totally it. totally throws me off when you change recording day, because then I come up to, like, in my head we just did the podcast, then it comes to Tuesday when I normally edit, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. I think last time, like, I was, like, I was all set almost. Like, I was going to just go do something, and I was like, oh, God, I have to edit the show still. Oh. And then set it to release Wednesday morning. Yeah. And. and I almost didn't. I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm off on Wednesday. I could just <laughs> record it, edit it in the morning, it'll release a little late, but I did not do that to our loyal listeners.
0: He's good to you guys. Oh, side note, guess what I saw when I was in California?
1: Uh.
0: Mm. The motherfucking Cecil Hotel.
1: The Cecil Hotel? Wow. Yes. So I've driven by one of our hotels, and now you've driven by one of our yes. hotels. Yes. I saw the president in Kansas City.
0: Ooh. And
1: you saw the Cecil. Ooh, that's creepy. Why were you in Skid Row?
0: So, uh, I was with my, my sister picked me up, and my flight got canceled because that crazy-ass blizzard, and so I was staying the night with her, and she had to go pick up a check from one of the buildings in the fashion district, yeah. and we're passing by, and I look up, and I was like, Oh. Oh my god! She's like, what? I'm like, there's so much death that happened there. I did an episode on it she's like, Anya, why are you so intrigued
1: by that? Were you guys actually driving around in Skid Row then?
0: Well, so it's like, yes. How happened. was it? Uh, it's definitely, like,
1: like do like you saw the parts like on the documentary and stuff yeah. like the tents and fucking,
0: oh yeah and I was homeboy like the out there with his
1: backpack out there fucking hustling?
0: I didn't see homeboy, <laughs> but there was this one dude who's riding a bike that literally like was just going in front of cars and like if he, like you almost hit him, he'd just like fucking go off on you. And I was like, this is a totally different world. Yeah, dude. That's... And it's so crazy because not even ten minutes away, my sister's living in like these nice ass artist lofts, mm-hmm. and then ten minutes down you have tent masters. It's crazy. Uh, California get your shit together
1: I always said in Vegas too I was like if you're on the strip and you you can be on the strip and head five minutes in any direction and you're in one of like the worst parts of Las Vegas that's crazy yeah anyhow anyhow um as I was saying be sure to follow us at SP Weird World on Instagram uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Strange People Weird World you can follow me at Greg's Weird World and you can follow Anya at Anya Daniela And, uh, until next time, guys, why don't y'all go ahead and keep it weird. weird. (laughs) I never knew anything like that in the whole of my life.
0: Nice.